Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Yesterday is gone. All my sins are forgiven. My sins are forgiven, Lord. I've been washed by the blood. I've been washed by the blood, my Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Our yesterday is gone. Our tomorrow is in your hands. You hold the future. Thank you that our sins have been washed by the blood. And because of the blood, we are justified in your presence. We are welcome in your presence. You said we should enter boldly into the throne of grace. That we may obtain mercy in time of need. Thank you for the blood that justifies. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Let's pray about offering. That's a good song. Yo, yesterday is gone. Father, we thank you for this offering in Jesus' name. Amen. Our yesterday is gone. Our tomorrow is in his hands. And his blood qualifies us to come. We are justified by the blood. Hallelujah. Amen. Fantastic. Is there a scripture to be, to be learned today? Yes. This is the one. 2 316, 2 Timothy 316. Go. And it's table for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. 2 Timothy 316. Hallelujah. Alright. So last week I started sharing with you about an important habit that you need to form. That will help you. Amen. Start talking about quiet time. And I want us to develop this habit very well. Amen. So, even before we go into the quiet time, I just want to talk, I mean, you see, I want to talk about habits because it's part of, my, of the quiet time teaching. Quiet time is a good habit. So, let's talk about habits. Amen. Habits. The way you do things. Habitual. Habitual. The way you behave. Hallelujah. And there are, some, there are some things about habits that we need to know. Amen. I'm just reading from a quiet time. These are some quotes. The second half of a man's life is made up of the habits he acquired in the first half. 
Do you understand? The second half of your life, or how your life goes, is made up in the latter part of your life. It depends on the, the habits you formed when you were young. Do you understand it? The second part of a man's life, okay, is determined, or it's made up of the habits he acquired during the first half of his life. It shows you how important habits are. Number two. This, this was Dostoevsky, some guy who said it. Then another guy called Pascal said that the strength of a man's virtues is made up of his habitual acts. The strength of a man's virtues is made up of his habitual acts. In other words, the things, these are philosophical sayings, only Clive will understand it. <laughs> In other words, your virtue or the strength of your character, whether you do something, see, and virtue or character is, is things you do in the absence of anybody. It is depends on your habits. To withstand or not to withstand, all depends on the habits you form. Hallelujah. A habit is something that you do without thinking about it or intending to do it. That's right. See, if you have to think about it, it's not a habit. Do you understand? That is why you know, you know what people really are when they are off guard. Because the Bible said that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks it. So when you are talking to someone, the person is selective and thoughtful. He's not telling you what he is. Do you understand? People are themselves when they are not thinking who they are. Then, then they speak who they are. But when people are conscious, then the speech is censored. Do you understand? So if you, know, if you want to know who somebody really is, catch him in their off moments. When they, when, when, they are, when they are off guard. See, but when they are conscious about you, see, the speech is filtered. That's not true. Hallelujah. That is why if you want to know people really, really, catch them when, if you, you see, don't catch them in church. You see, in church when they are talking to you, reverend, 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 it's selected. Catch them with their friends at home and then you know really who they are. <laughs> that true? Yeah. Yeah. In church, they are sorted. Ah. Praise the Lord, reverend, by the grace of God. By the grace of God, Lord, the Lord is moving. Reverend, hmm, I had, the Lord had done great. Catch them. Back home, among their friends. Then you know who the person. <laughs> Hallelujah. So it's, okay. Every good Christian has many good habits. And all great people have great habits. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. Amen. Are you here with me? Okay. So, having said that, let's talk about 10 things every Christian should know about habits. And I'll teach you on that. 10 things. Like the 10 commandments. Number one, a habit is an act that is repeated easily without thinking or planning. Because you, 
if you have a habit of brushing your teeth, you don't wake up thinking I'm going to brush my teeth. Or plan. You just do it reflexly. First thing, you don't think about it. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Number two, a habit is an act that becomes your custom, whether you are conscious of it or not. You are not really conscious of your habits. You do it. You see, some, you see, I have known some people who have a habit of sucking their thumb. They suck their thumb. So, they, so if you're an adult, unconsciously, as you are talking to them, they're, Have you noticed? Have you, did you know something like that? Unconscious, as they are talking to you, then when they forget, somebody, they, 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 it's a habit. Some people have a habit of opening their mouth. So when they sit down for a while, <laughs> oh God, it's a wonderful thing. I, because I do remember one of my, my one of my siblings had that habit. Then my mother, my mother would hit him. <laughs> She's not aware. Are you hearing me? So my mother would hit your mouth. Close your mouth. Yeah. Or a fly went to your mouth. <laughs> you are not aware of it. Amen. Yeah. Point number three. A habit, is an, a habit is often an insignificant act that seems to have no power to affect the future. Okay? This is why many people do not recognize the concept of having good habits as a powerful tool for accomplishment. I'll explain that one to you later. On. This is the part I want to talk about. Number four or number five. Good habits are repeated as easily as bad habits. Good habits are repeated as easily as bad habits. So you better learn the right habits. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Good habits. Good habits. Good habits are easily read as bad habits. Hmm. This one is actually something. Bad habits. Maybe we should talk about this one more. Bad habits are easy to form. See, bad habits are easy to form but difficult to live with. Good habits are difficult good habits are difficult to form, but easy to live with. Bad habits are very easy to form, but difficult to live with. And good habits are difficult to form, but easy to live with. You see, Forming a bad habit is, not, is very easy. 
Bad habits are easy to form. But the consequences of it. Hallelujah. Bad habits are easy to form. But difficult to live with. Easy to form. Easy to form. Bad habits are attractive. They are nice. But difficult to live with. Yeah. Bad habits. Bad habits are easy to form. Bad habits. The habits of watching movies till 2 a.m. in the morning. It's very easy to form. Very, very easy. Playing games till 2 a.m. Oh, it's very easy. Very easy to form. But difficult to live with in the sense that when you grow, it begins to have a negative effect. You don't like it, but you can't stop it. It becomes difficult to live with. Easy to form. Easy. Bad habits. Like people who drink. It's a bad habit. Easy to form. Easy to form. Then you are quite, then you get addicted. Then when they grow, now it's you can't stop. Drugs, same thing. Gambling, gambling, gambling. Easy to form. It's just it's a matter of just following a friend. Oh, let's go. Oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, you let and as soon as you get hooked on it. Yeah. You see, actually, that's, a, that's, a, that's bad habits. Very easy to form. But when they get hold of you, it's not easy to live with. You see people wasting their life earning on gambling slots. Drug addicts, painkillers, painkillers. They take the pain medication and they get addicted to it. And once they get hooked on it, it is not easy. Look. I know Christians, Christians, people who love the Lord, who are addicted to drugs. You see, and what it leads to is, it leads to a sense of guilt forever serving God. So even though they come to church, they always have a sense of guilt. Because, that, because of that habit. Yeah. It leads to a, a forever sense of guilt. Bad habits. They wish they can stop, but they can't stop. Are you hearing me? Is it to form, but difficult to live with. They don't, see, they, they don't like what they are doing, but they form the habit. And they form it in their, in their young years. Are you hearing me, church? Because, you see, the flesh is like an animal. Don't feed the beast. Don't feed the beast. See, when you feed the beast, and it gets used to the taste. It's not easy. That is why, it, that is why even things like sexual perversion, like pornography, is very difficult. That's why we tell young people don't start because when you start and you get hooked, even though when people marry, once they get that taste, they can't break off easily. So even though they are born again, because they are fed the flesh that meat, the flesh is used to it. So you are better off not exposing your flesh to it. Are you hearing me? Pornography, masturbation, these are fleshy things. You feel the flesh. So you may be born again later on, but because your flesh is used to it, it's not easy to get rid of. 
So they live with a guilty conscience. So don't, don't, you see, don't feed the beast. Don't feed the beast at all. It's a beast. Your flesh is a beast. Don't feed it. Don't let it get used to it. Because after it gets used to it, it is not easy to get rid of. It's a good message. Don't feed your message. Don't feed the flesh. Because it's not easy. Your spirit may be saved, but your flesh will be struggling. Yeah. You will be struggling. You may love the Lord, but your flesh will be struggling. And that leads to a sense of guilt always in the presence of God. Yeah. I hear me. These are, see, they are habits. You, you have to be careful about them. Easy to form. Easy to form. Bad habits. Easy to form. Easy to form, but difficult to live with because, because you don't like it, but you can't stop it. And, and, and it affects you negatively. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, don't feed the beast. Say, don't feed the beast. Feed the beast is very difficult. Feed the beast. Hallelujah. Yeah. Lion. You lie for no reason. No, no, no. See, let's be careful about the sexual things. I mean, I mean, lust. Fornication, adultery, masturbation, pornography. These are animals. That you feed, these are things that you feed your flesh. And once your flesh gets, it's like somebody who has gotten used to drinking. Are you hearing me? Bad habits, easy to form. Easy to form, but difficult to live with. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Difficult to live with. Difficult. Yeah. I knew of a. <laughs> I knew of one of our, one of our professors. Get America. I mean, very, he, he's dead now. Very. But he had, he had this bad habit of. I mean, a, a very. Respected man, but he has this bad habit of scratching his bum bum. <laughs> you know? It's, 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 so, you know, medical school, we go for rounds. So we go from patient to patient. So you'll he, be teaching powerfully. Then talking, talking, talking. Oh, this patient has. Then when we stop the rounds in the interim, as you are thinking, they see prof. I'll mention the prof. Suddenly, he forgets himself. <laughs> he forgets himself. He, hey, professor! <laughs> then you see the students. <laughs> and he's so embarrassed by it. But I think he has done it over the years. He can't stop it. I hear you. It's a bad habit. It embarrasses you, but you can't stop. So don't, don't expose your flesh to certain things. I said, young people, do not expose your flesh to certain things. Do not feed the beast. Amen. Bad habits of playing games till midnight, I tell you, it's easy to form. Look, 
can easily play a game for six hours. Seven, somebody said. Is that true? Can you play a game for six hours? Can you play a game for six hours? Easily. Easily. Then even when you are eating, Even when you are eating, you put the food in your mouth. And, so, and, and then it will affect you. In the long run. You can't concentrate. You wish you can finish this assignment, but the game is called, it's a bad habit because you have fed the beast. Don't feed the beast. I said, don't feed the beast. Hallelujah. Do not feed the beast. Amen. In the same way, the reverse is true. The reverse is true. Good habits are difficult to form, but easy to live with. It is good habits. Like a good habit like waking up early to pray is very difficult. A good habit. Like waking up early in the morning to pray is a very difficult habit. I said we should pray from 4 to 6 every morning. Monday excluded. But when I come on the line, I could see. <laughs> the numbers. As Veronica said, I said, hey, I'm not in church. Because you have a way of looking at the back end to see how many we're on. It's 4 o'clock, few. 5 o'clock, 5.30, then some people... Two hours then we are praying. No quarter to six then you are coming on. <laughs> it's not easy. You see, it requires a lot of discipline to be able to wake up early to pray. Are you hearing me? But it's a habit that if you form, you will be surprised how it, it, is, it will help. It is easy to live. How it will benefit you in the future because you have disciplined yourself to wait upon the Lord early in the morning. Amen. If you can, if you form that habit, you'll find that, look, you'll find that it gives you a certain disciplined life. Amen. That's what it does. You learn the habit of waking up early to do things. Yeah. And it benefits you a lot. But it's not easy. I'm the pastor, it's not easy. We all struggle. Four o'clock. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. You, you may not even know how you, you, you succeed. A good habit of reading your Bible every day. It's a good habit. Amen. It's a very good habit. Amen. To read the word of God every day. Amen. Are you hearing me? And when you have acquired it, it's easy to live with. What did God, see, God told Joshua, meditate on this word day and night to observe it. And, that, and that, that shall have good success. So, 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 so even that good habit of just waking up to pray, read your Bible, you don't even know how it translates into good success. But it gives you good success. But it's not, it's not an easy habit. Most of us struggle to wake up early to pray. Most of us struggle to read our Bible. It is far easier to lie down and watch movie. What they call binge. 
Isn't it? Isn't that what they call it? Binging? Yes. Nowadays with, well, nowadays with, with, with the DVDR and the Netflix. So you, uh, one weekend when you are off, you go back, a good housewife, series one. <laughs> you, I mean, you binge. Marathon. You binge the whole series. What are the, what are the, what are the, what are the series? I don't know. You tell me. Huh? Chicago. The whole series. Look. I'm talking about it. You see. Even this Friday. This Friday. Or Thursday Friday. Yeah. My director. One of my directors in our place. I think she's used to watching. She likes Star Wars. Star Wars. So, he was, after we're finishing the year and the Thursday, he said, man, I'm off tomorrow. I'm going to lie in my bed and binge watch Star Wars. And he has the series. I don't know what the series are. Huh? How many are there? Ten now? We're on seven now? We're on seven? We're into Star Wars, right? <laughs> uh, eight is coming. So what, where are we now? Seven? Where are we? That's <laughs> you see, they know when the next one is coming. There is nine and the tenth one is coming. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Huh? Game of Thrones. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, you binge. Mira, why can't you bring on the porch and the altar? <laughs> why can't you binge on the porch and the altar, which will bring you good success? <laughs> it's difficult, right? Yeah. Because, and, 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 and I'm not putting you down. It is far easier to watch Game of Thrones for eight hours than to watch Porch and Altar for eight hours. I'm a pastor. It's far easier. Because the flesh. I mean, you need to be disciplined to watch the Porch and the Altar for eight hours. But as for Star Wars, so long as you get chips, cookies, and candy around you, and soda, oh man. <laughs> I mean, come on. I hear me. So what I'm saying is, is good habits. I'm, I'm, preaching, I'm preaching to all of us. You see, all of us, are, because me too, I like golf. I can watch golf. It's far easier for me to watch golf for four hours. Watching, it's a major tournament. I can sit there and watch and follow the statistics. I'm the reverend. Reverend, that guy who is doing good, Henry Stenson is here. Oh, um, from like I said, I can watch the whole thing, but it is, it is, but for me to watch maybe a preaching or a camp video, it's difficult. So I have to discipline myself. So I have to say, No, I'm not watching golf, I turn it off and watch a camp. Are you hearing me? 
Because if I watch golf all night, I can't preach to you. <laughs> I'm preaching. I'm saying we are all the same. So let's form good habits. Let's form good habits. Let's form good habits. It is difficult to do, but easy to live with. Yes, sir. Yeah. Lord help all of us. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't want any hypocrite in the church. Some of you are sitting there, you are left. You do a lot watching Ghana movies. Or bra, so forth. They are watching Star Wars and you are laughing at them. You do what about the movies you watch? Or Sophia in London. <laughs> yes. Nigerian movies. You can watch CNN and Trump. Trump, CNN, Trump, CNN, Trump, CNN, Trump. How many times can you Trump? Yes, you are laughing. We are saying that they watch Star Wars, but we do big watch on the news. That's not what it is. Look, we are all the same. Yeah, we are all, all flesh. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. So let's develop it. It's, it's difficult to form, but it is easy to live with. Hallelujah. It leads to success. I say it leads to success. Yeah. Number six. Bad habits. Or number five. Whatever it is. Bad habits leads to consistent failure without the person realizing what is happening. Hallelujah. Bad habits leads to consistent failure. Sometimes you're not even aware why you are failing. That's the bad habit. It's your bad habit that you have formed. You're not even aware why you are failing. But your bad habit, you have a bad habit of taking shortcuts. So you don't know that, that, that it has caught up with you and you are failing. You, 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 a bad habit, everything, you want the easy way out. And, she, and, and, and you don't understand that it is the reason why you're not even doing well. Bad habit. Easy way out. Bad habit of not, not, not being thorough. See, and it's not everything that shortcuts wet. Yeah. Bad habits. You don't even know why you're feeling. Bad habits of not smiling. So you don't know the reason why nobody's even, nobody's, nobody, no brother has even proposed to you because you have a bad habit. Every time you excuse your face, that's why nobody's coming to you. Bad habit. Every time your face squeeze. Are you hearing me, church? Bad habits. You don't understand. Yes, it's test nowadays. They don't like spiritual brothers. Listen, it's not that they don't like spiritual brothers. You have a bad habit of not bathing, so you always smell. You see? <laughs> bad habits. It leads to consistent failure. Okay. Without even being aware. Are you hearing me, church? And good habits leads to constant success and victory. Without even realizing. That's what I the thing I want to say. See, when you form good habits, you don't even know that it has become part and part of it. It makes you succeed. Yeah. 
You are not even aware. You are not even aware that the discipline of see the discipline of being able to wake up early and pray and read that Bible. That same discipline will make you if you are even at work, you wake up early and get to work early and you succeed. If you are studying, you wake up early and you study and you succeed. You see, you have formed a good habit. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Even the good habit of I've eaten enough. No more. It doesn't matter what is brought to you. Once you are full, you are full. You won't touch again. It's a good habit. It's, it's probably, that's why you even look slim and healthy. Because you have a habit of not eating excess. Are you here with me, church? Good habits. They lead to success. The good habit of not watching TV. Like last week I told you that Oprah says she doesn't watch TV. Interesting. That's why she, that's just, and she, she makes the TV for you to watch. Hallelujah. You see, but this scripture, you see, success. God told you, Shana, look, by you meditating on the word day and night, you have good success. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Good. Good habits and bad habits. Jesus has some good habits. Hallelujah. Jesus has some good habits. Amen. Yeah. Successful people have good habits. Unsuccessful people have bad habits. It's across board. And like I said, I will say that point again. Bad habits are easy to form. But difficult to live with. Good habits are difficult to form, but easy to live with. Easy. 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 If you can discipline yourself, very easy. Easy to live with. It will actually help you. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Habits of Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 4, verse 16. We are closing. Look for 16. It says, And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, or his habit was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. So, we, we learn that Jesus Christ had a habit of going to church every Sunday. No matter where he is, whether he's traveling, whether he's at home, whether he's on school, so long as it's Sabbath, he's a habit. He has to be in church. A good habit. A good habit. A culture. You see, those of you who grew up even in Christian homes where your parents took you to church, even though you didn't like it, it was a very good habit. Very, very good habit. You have no idea how it trained you and how it disciplined you. And how it protected you. 
Are you hearing me? Even though you used to cry when they were pulling you along, you had no idea. Going to, ch- going to the house of God, I'm talking about Christian good habits. Jesus Christ was always in church on the Sabbath day, as his custom was. Because it gives you an opportunity to reflect with your maker. You cannot live in a, a world of rat race, chasing after dollars and donkeys, which you never get anyway. Preaching. But you must take time. Come to the house of God. The sinner of and reflect upon your life. Hear some truth, some wisdom, some power to put your life in the right direction. direction. And prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. Maybe give me a modern version. Like NSV or NLT. So that but when Daniel learned what the law had but when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, he went home he, he went home and knelt down as usual in his, and knelt down as usual in his upstairs room with its window open toward Jerusalem. He prayed three times a day just as he has always done, giving thanks to God. Listen to me. The good habit of praying Form a good habit of praying. Because Daniel had a habit of praying three times a day. It was his culture anyway. So when the problem came, he was doing what he normally does. A lot of us, we we don't pray, but when we are in crisis, they want to pray. You see, if you don't have a habit of praying, when trouble comes, you can't pray. Are you hearing me? of crisis if you are not used to praying. So usually what you do in times of crisis is not prayer, it's panic and fear. No, no, no. no. Daniel was used to praying already. He has the habit of praying. Don't wait for trouble to come before you pray. Let's form the habit, a good habit of praying. If you are used to praying, it doesn't matter what comes. It's your culture anyway. Hallelujah. Because I am telling you, in times of trouble, what you call prayer is not prayer. Why do I say so? Why do I say so? Why do you think they do fire drill? Why do they think they do fire drill in school? Why do they think they do fire drill in school? Why do you think they do that in school? They do fire drill in school. Do you do fire drill? You do fire drills? They do fire drills in school so that you can get used to it so that the day that the fire comes, you know how to escape. Are you hearing me? But if you are not used to fire drills and then the fire comes and now you are about to escape, Yeah. So you so we need to develop the good habit of praying always. So that in times of trouble you are used to praying. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And three times a day he was praying already. Yeah? That's why he was cool. Both Daniel and Jesus were cool. Do you know why you panic and you fret? Because you're not used to praying. 
Daniel, he was, he was used to praying three times a day. So he was cool. He just wanted to pray. And didn't worry. Put me in the lion's den. He's used to praying already. It, that was not the He was not calling on God to shut the mouth of the lion. He prayed already. The same with Christ. When Judas came, because Peter hadn't prayed, that's why Peter wanted to fight. Because Peter is not used to praying. He pulled a knife. Jesus had prayed already, so he was cool. He was used to praying. It was, it, it, he, he was used to praying. He had prayed already. He knew that from now onwards, anything that has happened is the will of God. I'm cool. If you do not form the habit of praying, you will always panic. But when you are used to praying, you will know and know and convince that what is coming is the will of God. God knows about it and at the end of the day, I will triumph. Both Christ and Daniel triumph at the end because they were used to praying. Hallelujah. So I'm challenging us. QFC, Manhattan. Can we develop a habit of praying every day? I'm asking you. Can we develop a habit of praying every day? I said, can we develop a habit of praying every day? At least those of us here. Can we develop a habit that every day we pray? That every day we pray? At least one hour every day? I'm, I'm, I'm not getting a response. We are saying that I agree. Are we willing to pray at least one hour every day? Are we willing to pray at least one hour every day? Whether it is a season of intensive prayer or fasting, we have a habit already of praying. Are we willing to do that? I said, are we willing to do that? Okay, so let's all decide, okay? For the next two weeks, we are, we are all going to pray one hour a day. Are we willing? At least one hour a day. Hallelujah. And those of us here, can I sign another agreement with you? A good habit. Do you want a good habit? Shall I sign? Are you willing for a good habit? Okay, can we all agree that for the next two weeks, we will never eat breakfast unless we read our Bible? We are not going to eat breakfast until we read our Bible. Is it a good deal? Is it a good can, can we can, do we agree? That we, we will always make sure that until we read our Bible, we will not eat breakfast. <laughs> I'm waiting for people to sign on. Who will sign on? If you sign on with me, lift up your hand. Uh, Michelle, look at your name. So, if let, let your hand go up, are, are you are, are you are we signing on for the next two weeks? We will not eat breakfast until we read until we read our Bible. Are you are you signing on? Are you in or out? You are not sure. For two weeks, we are doing it. It's a two weeks. No, no, no. You must always read, not the whole Bible. I'm not saying the whole Bible. Like before, no, no, no. Before. Until you read, have your quiet time, read a passage, some scripture, but you you read, okay? Huh? Do you are, are we there? So unless we have our quiet time, which is reading a portion of the Bible, we are not going to eat breakfast. Huh? Hey, who, who is signing on? You are signing on. We have agreed. 
We are going to try. Okay, we are all going to try. We are all going to try. For the next two weeks, we must, before we eat breakfast, we must make sure we have read our Bible. So it's no Bible, no breakfast. Are we good on that? Are we good on that? Are we good on that? Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. You see, let's form good habits. One day to save all of us. Amen. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Good habits. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I want to be more like you. Jesus, I want to be more. I want to be more like Jesus. I want to. I said, as his custom was, as his custom was, he never missed church on the Sabbath. He never missed church on the Sunday. It was his custom. No matter where he was and where he is, you find himself in church. As his custom was, as his custom was, he prayed. Daniel prayed a four time. He was used to praying. He was used to praying. He didn't wait for trouble to start praying. May that be our custom. Good habits. Good habits. Thank you. Jesus, I want to be a vessel you work through. Oh, I want to be more like you. With every head bowed and every eye closed. You are here. You are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. The word of God says, What shall profit a man? The word of God says, What shall it profit a man? If he gains the whole world and loses his soul. You are here, you are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. I don't want you to leave this place without giving your life to Christ. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, you want to be born again. You want to make sure, you want to make sure that um, you go to heaven when you die. The blood of Jesus speaks salvation. If you are not sure, please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. I just want to make sure. Father, we thank you for this morning for salvation. We thank you for the word of God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.